This is Make Better, the podcast built for podcast advertisers by podcast advertisers. I'm your host, Amelia, and if you're not obsessed with the podcast ad space, trust me, this podcast is going to be boring as f***. Make Better is like the Facebook ad library for podcast ads. This week, we're going to be featuring four ads on true crime podcasts with our awesome expert guest, Adam, from Adopter Media. Adam's going to be sharing insights on all things ad creative, what he likes, what he doesn't like, how he would improve, etc. All right, let's dive in. Our first ad comes from the brand Curology on the show Crime Junkie. Today's episode has been made possible with Curology. So since working from home, I've pretty much stopped wearing makeup, but that doesn't mean it's been a good look, which is why I loved discovering Curology. Curology is customized skincare delivered right to your door that's created just for you by a dermatology provider. You take a quick little online quiz, upload some fresh face photos, and they develop a custom prescription for your specific skincare needs. Whether it's tackling acne, clogged pores, correcting skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or maybe something else completely. As long as everything is a good fit, they ship your formula right to your door. The bottles even have your name on them. And again, the results are game-changing. My bare skin looks better than ever. The texture is so even and smooth, and I feel and look amazing and confident, even without a lick of makeup on my face. Totally worth checking out Curology, if you ask me. Get started with Curology with a free 30-day trial at curology.com slash crimejunkie. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash Crime Junkie to start your free 30-day trial. Cancel anytime, prescription subject to consultation. Adam, high-level thoughts about this one. So the first thing that I noticed was the ad came in with a little bit of music. And this is becoming a more common practice within a lot of advertising, particularly on programmatic and dynamic. But it's just becoming a more commonplace thing to start adding in background music. One of my curiosities as an ad buyer that keeps me a little hesitant about music is that it starts to signal the listener to it being an ad. And one of the things that we try to avoid is telling the listener that this is an ad up front, not in the way of FTC breaking, but in the sense that we want them to listen to it in a way that it feels like it's more like content instead of this is strictly an ad by signaling through music that this is a break from the normal content and you might want to just bypass it. One of the things that I've noticed with this ad as well, you hear a difference between the ad and the rest of the content that follows in this show right afterwards. There's a difference of volume, difference in the tone. So even with dynamic and programmatic buying, the more you can make an ad feel like it's meant to be a part of that content, regardless of what episode it gets dropped into, the better it's going to perform for you. Sometimes all the bells and whistles do not increase performance, but can actually make it feel more like an ad. I thought they did a really good job of simplifying what it could be a very complicated onboarding process for their product. It's online dermatology. That's not a simple thing. And they made it sound so simple, so easy to use that anybody could do it. And they made their personal experience both tactile and emotional. They talked about both the feel of their skin and how it made them feel as a human. And that's important in terms of skincare or any sort of product that you're using, where you're both talking about the physical effects of a product, but also you're talking about the emotional effects of a product, which can really pull a listener in. All right, next up, we've got Daily Harvest on the show Morbid, one of my favorites. My life can get a little hectic sometimes. At this point, I'm hosting like 42 different podcasts. But thankfully, Daily Harvest does more so that I, Ash Kell, can do so much less. Think stress-free meals delivered to your doorstep, aka they've got my back, baby. Daily Harvest delivers harvest bowls, soups, flatbread snacks, smoothies, lattes, and they never, no never, 
use artificial preservatives or ingredients. With nourishing and easy to prep options, I literally never have to think twice about what to eat for my next meal, my next snack, my next dessert, and everything stays fresh in my freezer until I'm ready to enjoy it, which helps me reduce food waste and also it makes my freezer look kind of like the Kardashians organized their pantry. Makes me feel pretty high-end. Right now, I'm actually fully obsessed with the tomato and zucchini minestrone soup. I just love a minestrone soup, but no, no, no. Daily Harvest version is way, way better. You guys should definitely try it. And Daily Harvest is committed to human and planetary health, which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency and integrity when it comes to their ingredients and the humans who grow them. By supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil, and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging where possible, Daily Harvest does the work. I eat and enjoy. It's a win-win. Let Daily Harvest do more so that you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com slash morbid to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash morbid for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash morbid. Amelia, you are a big fan of morbid. Overall, I think she did a really good job. I really liked the tie-in. I thought the Kardashians was a really interesting one. Yeah, as we were listening to it, we both were smiling at different points. And there was there was a funness to the ad read where she was making quips and jokes and tying it into real life things, organizing her freezer like the Kardashians pantry. She she just had all these sorts of little quips, aka they've got my back, baby. All these things that just make the ad read feel more like it's part of the content. It's entertaining. It makes me enjoy the ad. And it's exactly how they talk in the show. She says these funny things. I love that it felt like her. It didn't feel like a one-off and it'll be put in the episode. It really, really felt like she was reading this live. I liked how she highlighted her favorite one because that was something tangible. People know when they're watching an ad and they know when something isn't authentic, promoting something they probably haven't tried. Listening to this, it really felt like she has actually tried Daily Harvest and she really, really likes it. So that resonated with me because I think that's one of the really powerful things about podcast advertising is if I listen to Morbid all the time, I'm listening because I respect the host because I like what they have to say and I'm listening to what they have when they say it. So I think that that was really, really portrayed well in this ad. It was a fantastic ad read, incredible host endorsement. I thought they did a really good job of simplifying Daily Harvest and making me want to fill my freezer with some Daily Harvest. All right, here we have Peloton on the Murdaugh Murder Show. Visit Juvederm.com. I am so happy I said goodbye to boring workouts and invited Peloton into my physical and mental health plan. It is hard to find motivation to move when you see so many of the same boring workouts. That's why I really appreciate Peloton's well-rounded approach to all-around wellness. My favorite instructor, Chelsea Jackson Roberts, received her PhD in educational studies and made it her life's work to study the positive impact that yoga has on communities. Chelsea helps me connect more deeply to myself and the world around me. No matter where you're starting from, Peloton's expert instructors are there to guide you with contagious energy and supportive instruction at every level to really take out the guesswork of working out. Try Peloton Tread, row or bikes risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Well, Adam, what did you think? It, it's very clearly a producer kind of read. It feels like a radio ad. And and the personal endorsement side where she talks about Chelsea Jackson Roberts or Chelsea Roberts Jackson, like who has her PhD and goes all in on this 
character and on this trainer that she has it feels so forced it's like mm. man if i was talking about my trainer i'd be like wow my trainer is the best i love the way that she just hypes me up gets me super excited and there's more of a, an, an emotional connection there so it feels like a forced endorsement involved and in terms of how i've received it at least and maybe that doesn't come across to the audience of the show but in that way i think there's better ways to talk about your experience of using the app or using the program. So I would I would lean into trying to become more human with how you do an endorsement in that regard. Ultimately, I just felt like it was a very producery read and rightfully so, like maybe that's what they're trying to do. It could be just spread across a lot of different shows, but there's definitely ways to improve that. I totally agree. I think, I mean, it sounded like she used Peloton and she clearly knew this person, but it just, it it she could have done so much more with that. And there was a hundred mm. of other things probably could have said that would have just been more relatable rather than her, you know, views on life. I don't even remember what she said, but it was very, very like high up there. So I totally agree with you. I think the skipping thing's really interesting too, especially going back to the music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the big challenges that we have as advertisers. And we don't have a ton of data yet into the listen through rate on podcast ads. We can take a look through tools like Podscribe at the ad effectiveness in terms of its ability to send people to a website. And that's one indicator that we can look at in terms of how good an ad has been at sending people to a website. Was there anything you liked about it? It's so clear. Like, you know what the product is. You know exactly what they're selling you on. And I think that that part of producer reads and that part of these sorts of styles of reads that feel very formal, you're really good at communicating. This is the brand. This is what it does. This is who it's for. And if you align with all those things, great. The biggest part that I feel like is lacking is that shove over the line that says like, I love this product. I think you should love this product. Go check it out. Here's how I use the product. That mm -hmm. is one of the biggest differentiations between a great host endorsed ad and an okay host endorsed ad. If you go down that road, a great host endorsed ad is going to tell you that I love, you know, I love my Ember coffee mug because it keeps my coffee warm and I, I have bad days if I don't have warm coffee. A great host endorsement would be like, look, it is impossible for me to get through the first half of my day without coffee. And I get sick and tired of having to drink cold coffee that my Ember mug keeps it warm all morning long. So that by the time we're done a podcast episode like this, I still have warm coffee by the end of my, my conversation with you. I want to integrate a host endorsement into something that's more real in my life, that's more tangible, and that can be communicated to an audience that brings them into my world to mm. see how I actually use the product in day-to-day -day life. That's such a good point. You painted a picture right there. Immediately, I had five scenarios in my head. Mm -hmm. You brought me into that world. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how I would use it too. And that would mm -hmm. solve the problem for me. So to sort of summarize that, like a great is really bringing you into that world. And a good is they hit all the, you know, talking points. I'm sure that they were handed a list of, hey, you need to make sure you include these things. And they did a great job of that. Last, but certainly not least, rocket money on murder with my husband. The average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. Think about that. If you think you're only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to double check. With Rocket Money, you can quickly identify and cancel all of your unwanted subscriptions. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. We use Rocket Money. We love it. I am not good at keeping my subscriptions organized and so it really helps me figure out what i need to cancel what i want to keep and it's super easy it's super seamless you can connect it from bank accounts credit cards everything all inside the app and it's very friendly to use rocket money instantly finds the subscriptions you have so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want 
All you have to do is find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. You don't have to be on hold with a customer service rep or emailing businesses back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash husband. That's rocketmoney.com slash husband. Again, don't forget husband, rocketmoney.com slash husband. That was a really interesting one. One of the things that I noticed that they did do well, well, it's it's twofold. It starts out with a very formal read. Mm-hmm. It is very you know, they get into their ad read voice and they start reading it like an ad. And then all of a sudden the tension gets cut when he starts getting into his personal experience, when he, you can almost hear the soften to his voice where he gets deeper into it. And you can tell that that's where they're just talking. They're just talking about their experience with the app. And then it goes back to the talking points. And then he goes back into his formal ad read voice where he's hitting the brand points. And it does kind of go into that valley where it starts out very formal. You're hitting talking point ABC. Then it dips into the valley of true endorsement, where I think they did a fantastic job and then pulls back up to the talking points. And it did feel like maybe it did repeat itself a little bit, but it almost repeated itself more in tone than it did in Mm -hmm. talking points is how I felt about it. I did like that they used two voices as well. The show leaned into both voices for the read. I think in some cases, if it's a multi-hosted show, they sometimes just have one person do the reads, but it's really nice to see that there's a collaboration going on there. Yeah, they they introduced an interesting stat at the beginning, like about averages. They were saying that the average person has about 12 subscriptions. What what do you think I, and that would almost sort of be considered a hook, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, what they're expecting somebody to do is be like, whoa, like I didn't know that. Or they're thinking about all the subscriptions they have and stuff. But what do you what do you think about that versus just immediately d- jumping into, oh, my God, I can't believe I saved so much money on Rocket Money, you know, with Rocket Money, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. A good hook is everything. If you don't have a good hook in your ad reads, that's like a really easy way for me to hit skip on an ad. If I'm not immediately pulled in with either laughter, a thought provoking thing, or maybe if I'm just genuinely really interested to hear about this brand, or I love your show so much that I just want to put up with the ads for a few seconds to support you. I don't know. I think that they did do a good job of the hook, but a hook is so important. You want to pull people in right away. You want to give them something that they either think about, laugh about, or they feel like the ad isn't about to be an ad, but more content. You want ads to feel like they're content. And so a great way is to do a good hook. So like what they were saying, it prompts this idea like, oh, maybe I do have 12 subscriptions. You know, I got my Netflix. I'm stealing my old roommate's mom's Amazon Prime, whatever (laughs) it is that I got going on. I got to think about all these subscriptions. And maybe there's probably one or two that I forgot to cancel. Wouldn't it be great if I had something that just got rid of that. Mm. So I think that it makes you think. And if you start thinking about that, then they want to provide you the solution. So they're insinuating the problem in your mind. Now they're going to offer you the solution. And I think that's a good framework in general for advertising. If you were to change anything in particular in the ad, what would it be? So again, I've probably beaten this one on the head a little bit too much this episode already, but background music, background music, background Mm. music. I don't like it. I do not like background music and ad reads unless, unless it is really soft. It is commonly used in your show anyways that maybe you have music as a part of your show that's also pretty acceptable in my mind but if you are using music you're telling your listener this is not normal programming this is programming that is advertised sponsored it's different and it's skippable and i want to do everything as an advertiser to make my ads not skippable i want people to listen to them i want them to hear about my brands i want them to hear about this great offer i'm going to tell them so no music and then I I always recommend like lean into your real voice, not your advertiser voice. As a podcaster, it's the same way that we talk to kids. We put on a different voice when we talk Mm -hmm. to kids or puppies or cats or whatever. People change their tone when they're in certain settings. Try to be the real you. 
try to talk normally and your listeners will really appreciate that because you're giving a genuine read, a genuine endorsement. That doesn't mean you have to stray from talking points to do that. You can just tone it down. You don't have to be that formal all the time. And that concludes our first episode of Make Better. Thanks for listening, guys. Please let us know if there's any ads you would like to see featured here. Feel free to drop us an email. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.